0: and gentlemen boys and girls aliens tuning in through hacked frequencies and you know anybody else out there who's just like let's take a listen it's the quick pop podcast uh your weekly dose of random opinions late late calls and outdated information so of course we're your one-stop shop i'm ace the Spades Cart, and as usual we have a weird new rule apparently where like we have a rotating cast of our of our side heroes we've got uh raunchy run it's the rotating
1: co-host that's it's all it that's all it comes down to it's like well jake and i can every like... well jake and i are beefing i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw that apparently. out there jake and jake and i are beefing uh since apparently. i took the championship from him because you know jake jake likes to think that he is the best champion that that's ever jake is like, ever was and ever was... will be
0: and he—that's his shtick That's, like he... entire, <laughs> that's, like stick. that's tray, his gimmick. Right? Like, yeah. So yeah, you mess with his stick, and yeah, he'll get upset.
1: Yeah, like right now, he's—I I think he's just like sobbing into uh, a CM Punk ice cream bar because I'm champion and he's not. But you know, that's that's fine. That's cool. He heard I was going to be on. All of a sudden, he—he's come down with with a sickness. Come down with with the with whatever. the case of the Saudis.
0: Or the case of the can't make it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, what was it? I I texted. I said I was coming on, and he you was like, "Yeah,
0: what are we talking about tonight?" And then like, about... and I and I talked about it early too. I think it was like yeah. before
1: noon, where I was like, "Yeah, I'm excited," and he was like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm Jake."
0: Like, oh, that's that's cool. I'm not gonna make it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I heard I heard the crud in his pixels whenever he was texting the group. But you know what? I That's mean, fine. I'm that I'm sad. here. I'm here. He never
0: specifically said he was sick.
1: Oh yeah, no. You could tell the way he typed those G's. <laughs> the way sick. he
0: typed those G's.
1: It's sick, bro. It's sick. Yeah, he was he was very very upset that we're not getting Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston in the King of the Ring tournament. Said we're getting Woods I'm, and in
0: Mahal. So
1: I mean, a little part of me
0: wishes that was that was that we we were getting that, but I don't know because like on one I, I want to save it.
1: Phase. I I, I want to save it until like later, later, later down the line when oh, yeah, it's like, like when, all the stakes is high. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's uh, like you know Yu Gi Oh, a Duelist Kingdom. When Yugi and Joey had to fight each other to to get to the end to beat Pegasus. Like one's trying to rescue his grandpa, the other's trying to rescue uh, like get money for his sister. Dude, yeah, that's friends till the end. I want it to be just like that, and I want them to play the theme. No
0: matter what, two friends are fighting together. (laughs) Yeah, that I'm I'm with you. It really needs to be like a bigger deal that they go against each other not just in a tournament yeah regardless jake mm, is not here jake is not here jake is not here uh, so he's like and so i thought this was a excellent time to bring back one of our favorite favorite old you know programs oh uh, we're we're old... making a
1: tournament we're fantasy booking
0: we've done that no this is a different oh. of our old times it's something that I like to do with one-on-one because I want to get your pure, unadulterated by other people in the group's opinion. So I want to get you wrong.
1: You're doing this just because Jake is not here and Jake influences me in the bad way. He well, gives me the bad the, touch, Bloodhound Gang.
0: I mean, You and me, baby. But partially, like, you're not wrong. Yeah. But I also, like, okay, for those of you who are curious and like, or are like, were they just going to say, we're doing wrestling hot takes. And hot takes. I feel you can't have too many people giving their opinions on said hot takes, and it not, like, just turn into a fight.
1: Yeah. Because they'll
0: be like, uh, actually, you're wrong.
1: No, Jake and I have been known to butt
2: heads.
0: So it's best to get the hot takes on a solo. Yeah. So I've got a couple of hot takes here for you. Okay. In no particular order. Take me. I'm going to throw some out and then I'm going to, I'll, I'll let you know when some softballs are up and then I'll let you know when some, some spice is coming. No, you no, know,
1: you know what? Just surprise me. You, you, you pitch. Well, I'll like catch.
0: of them. Uh, let's do it. of them. I've had to You, cure you put it out means. the bait.
1: You reel me in. Blah, <laughs> blah,
0: I've had to I've had to like curate a couple of these because some some of these are weak because some one one of the persons I saw that said like I think AEW is the best like eh, that's oh. that's a softball hot take like
1: yeah I mean
0: so it's it, that's why yeah. I say like some of these you know that as as I come along them I'll be like all right well this one's kind of a gammy you know because it's either extremely accurate or extremely like you're the only one that thinks this kind of thing
1: yeah no like seriously just. Just surprise me. Throw, so throw gonna, it at me. We're uh, going to throw
0: some relevance first. I am,
1: I am ready. I am and ready for
0: Semi-relevance. It. Some of these are about a year old, so I'm trying to pick and choose some that are more broad hot takes and not current event hot takes. Oh, I like broads. Well, because, like, it's tr- it's tough to literally go through the entire internet and find, like, current hot takes because you got to really, like, oh, you, you just
1: You, you just click, uh, what? Uh, one day, seven day, uh, month, like, it's just sorted out, you can sort it out.
0: That's just it. Like, it's tricky on Reddit because there's not many people making those posts.
1: Oh yeah. Because they get buried, they get buried, they get
0: buried. And then like, I was like, well, maybe I'll find some hot takes on Twitter. And I found one that was like a hot takes Twitter account. And I was like, heck yeah, this is perfect. And they also hadn't said anything for like a year. so it's like, we should make our own hot takes. Right, we'll just start our own subreddit
1: no. I mean, like on on twitter at at a uh, quick pop cast, we could do quick hashtag quick pop takes, quick, quick hot takes, quick pop, quick hot takes, takes. Pop, pop, pop. pop 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 yeah. I mean, so, there's right. a lot of a lot of hot
0: <laughs> let me hit you let me hit you with some with some interesting
1: mm, give it to me
0: this first person said. Adam Cole is far better in NXT than he ever was in the indies.
1: I don't know. You know, I'll put it like this. Adam Cole is more polished since he was in NXT than what he was in the indies. There was a certain structure to Adam Cole. I I know that storyline-wise, and whenever it came down to like that extra pizzazz, that extra pace, that is where—because indies— whenever you fight on the indies it's like let's do these spots these spots these spots and there is pacing but it's not like you're it's not like you're being put on like a roller coaster it's you're you're starting slow you're getting hot you're getting hotter and then you hit that peak and then it's done one thing about theater is that there are beats there are certain beats and patterns that you have to go through and i think It's like it's like watching a TV show. You go through the paces, you're gonna have your like lulls where you could just like take time to breathe, take time to digest what had just happened, then you come back, hit it high, and then you come back down, you have you have that motion, you have that flow. And I believe that when Adam Cole was in NXT, he learned from one of like One of the greatest, two of the greatest minds when it comes to controlling a match, pacing the match. That's, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And I think because he had that sort of tutelage, uh, like, he had that tutelage on him that he is a much more, much better polished wrestler. He's listening to the crowd. He's leading the crowd on through his movements and his story rather than just i'm gonna start here and i'm gonna end up here it's all about the journey and i think adam cole is a fantastic storyteller not saying
2: that he wasn't before but oh my gosh he is echelon's higher now Hmm. okay
0: i like that opinion Here's here's another one. This may be a little more specific. Oh, okay, American that- Alpha was a better tag team than the Revival FTR and it makes me sad they didn't last. I
1: mm, American Alpha better than the Revival?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No. I don't I don't think so because even ugh, I think I think for me is that American Alpha was great because they did, like, the catch wrestling. They did, they did, like, the professional wrestling that you see in the Olympics, the, you know, Greco-Roman style of wrestling. But when it comes to, and, and since we're saying American Alpha and the Revival, we're putting this in, I guess, the sports entertainment category. It's entertaining up to a point you're not going to have Flash when it comes to Greco-Roman style. I personally love uh, watching two dudes just, like, grapple it out, having, like, a masterclass in technical wrestling. But if you want something with a little bit of flair and a little bit of pizzazz, that's exactly what the revival is. Because they are, like, when you watch uh, FTR, when you watch them, they are a time machine. You know, back back in the days of like when tag teams were were kind of like very, very special, you, you get the magic of you get the magic of the way back wins. Like, even though they're a nostalgia act, it's more so like an homage than a pure nostalgia. Because they what what was their motto? No flips, just fists. Like they brought back the heavy brawling, hardcore very stiff style of wrestling. And that's, that's something I also love to see. So even though American, American alpha could probably shoot wrestle, like the best of them, there's going to be a point where it's like not as entertaining. There's not that much like play up. That's where, that's where the revival shined. That's where FTR shines because they they are the entire package. If they really wanted to, they could do flips and all of that, but the, but the reason why we like them is because they remind us of of the tag teams of when. So I I strongly disagree that American Alpha w- was better than the Revival. The Revival hands down
2: one of the best tag teams.
0: Now we're going to give you a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a palate cleanser.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, clean me.
0: Mister America
2: was Hulk Hogan. Yes.
0: So, by the way, to, to let you know, someone added to that. That's ridiculous. Next, you'll claim that El Generico was Sami Zayn. What? <laughs>
2: what did you just say? Those are two completely different people.
1: Those are two completely different, like, movesets. Those are two completely different styles of thought. El Generico has been nothing but a saint. He has been nothing but... He he is, like, the priest of all, of all professional wrestling. Sami Zayn, oh my gosh, he is a revolutionary. He is Che Guevara. And we're all just, like, Cuba and whatnot. We're... We're all part of the Communist Party. He he is a revolutionary, that Sami Zayn. There is no way that those two could be the same person. I'm sorry, but that's just comic book stuff. Like, you, you think that Clark Kent could be Superman? No, no, never. Not in a million years. But, like, we know that Mr. America is Hulk Hogan, it's the same moveset, the same theme music, the same boa, just different colors. That's it. I mean, the most that you can say about Sami Zayn and El Generico is that they use red. That's it. Does El Generico listen to ska? No. He listens to mariachis. He listens to the Tejano music. He, he listens to Venez- like Panamanian uh, pan flutes. He listens he listens to the Fufuzellas. He doesn't listen to, to real big fish. The, the mighty the mighty mighty boss tones. He doesn't listen to say Ferris. That's Sami Zayn. No, 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 You can't you cannot tell me that Sami Zayn and El Generico are the same person. Because we know, we know. That, that El Generico is still tending to the, the little orphans in South America. Whereas Sami Zayn, he's trying to revolutionize sports entertainment and doing kind of like an okay job. I mean, he's entertaining. He entertains me. And plus, they do two different things. El Generico focuses on cent- like Central and South America, and Sami Zayn focuses on like the Middle East, like in Syria and whatnot. Sammy for Syria. You're telling me that one man could take care of both of those things? I think not. That's a whole bunch on someone's plate. Tell me that El Generico and Sami Zayn are oh my what's next? You're gonna tell me that Owen Hart was the blue blazer? <laughs> you're gonna tell me that the, the the El Lucho frogs that showed up are FTR? Is that what you're gonna tell? that's that's you're gonna tell me the calgary kid is the miz no no
2: no, no. G- get out of here get out of here that that's too hot of a take too hot 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 too hot of a take too hot
0: let's see Gallows and Anderson were average at best. WWE weren't in the wrong for not pushing them to the moon like people
2: wanted. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what's really sad is that I agree.
1: I <laughs> you
0: agree with the hot take.
1: I I do agree with this hot take because I mean, Gallows Gallows has a character. You could you could put any bald white guy in Carl Anderson's shoes. And it's like. Nothing's changed. Like the most. The most over. That Carl Anderson was. Was in New Japan. He wasn't that over in in WWE. He's not even that over. In Impact in AEW. The only reason. Why he's gaining notoriety. Is because of the elite. Because of. uh, Like what he had done. With Bullet Club. That's the only reason you you turn him into a singles wrestler, he's just gonna be like another future endeavored like singles competitor. That's that's pretty much it. Gallows is where the money's at. But with Carl Anderson, the only the only way he gets over is when he's paired with Gallows. He's he's talented. I'll give him that. He's very talented, but you could put anyone in his position. And he would probably strive. And that's just because of uh, of Doc Gallows. Doc Gallows is the magic. Not Carl not Anderson.
2: Carl mm. Anderson's good, but he's... He would be forgotten in a singles role. He doesn't strike right. me as like... He doesn't strike me as someone that stands out. But I love him. But only, only is tag team. Gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. How
1: how is that um, like?
0: Yeah, like, like I was you, very surprised. You thinking,
1: ah, and you know how much I love, I love the Good Brothers.
0: That's why, I, that's why I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, no, I love the Good Brothers. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, let's be, let's
2: be real. I'm right. Let's be real. I'm right.
0: All right. <sighs> Finn Balor is overrated, and he doesn't have a legendary match, and probably never will. Very bland in the ring. Demon Finn is the only time when he is actually entertaining, but then again, it's just Squatch matches.
1: They they never saw Beast in the East, the latter match in Japan, where I believe Finn Balor took Kevin Owens' uh, NXT championship. Mm-hmm. That that was a match that was an amazing match they didn't see the intercontinental match wrestlemania in i believe new orleans that was a fire match between him seth rollins and the miz that was a really good match even some of the matches that were that were like in ah oh, gosh my nose in NXT like the stuff that he did with what's his what is his name
2: I can't ooh I can't remember. I can't remember. Ooh, well, I guess that was forgettable. But I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like you can't sit there and be like, "Oh, he's overrated." To like, I'll be honest, he's vastly underrated. Right. Cuz I've seen the stuff that he's done in Japan and you can't you can't put those two together. You could brand it the same, but there's still two completely different types of wrestlers. Because Prince Devitt is not the Prince Finn Balor, or the Demon Finn
2: Balor. There, there's, there's no way you can compare the two. He's vastly oh. underrated, if if anything.
1: His moveset right. in uh, WWE has completely killed him. Like yeah. you only see him do like the five moves of doom. It's like sling blade, oh the coup de gras. He'll pull out a couple like nice airstrikes, but that's that. That's all Finn Balor is. And every now and again, once he's the demon, he no sells. But come on, the Undertaker no sells. Roman Reigns no sells. Sting no sells. It's I was nothing about new. To say
0: like it's nothing thing- new. Sting those cells.
1: Yeah. So. The the like Prince Devitt, when you give him full range to use everything he knows,
2: yo, that that is one that is one cold dude. All right.
0: Raw Underground was actually pretty good, and people are only biased against it because of the negative stuff put out immediately before Raw. It was fresh, interesting looking, it made Davocado look like a beast, Shane improved in his role, and MVP in the Hurt business needed no change. They were meant as is. Excited to see if it goes anywhere.
2: I... (sighs) I liked it. But I didn't think it was going to
1: be anything more than just like a gimmick, and I love that you. How did you pronounce it? Da, da, avocado. Yeah. Avocado.
0: Avocado. That's what I was making the joke.
1: A, a good. Good old avocado. The the supreme the the supreme general commander of Nigeria, alongs, right? alongside Apollo Cruz, who is now uh, for
0: some reason interested in the twenty four seven title because
1: i don't under you know what this it isn't about that it's about raw underground raw underground was going to be nothing more than a vehicle that's all it was and they gave it a little bit of a shock factor because it was shane mcmahon coming back after he had been
2: ceremoniously killed by the miz but yeah it was it wasn't great it it was okay Giving it, saying that it, it could
1: have been something greater? No, it couldn't have. It was just a vehicle. And that vehicle had a beginning, had a start point, and it had an end point, And it did its job. That's all, that's all Raw Underground was gonna be. Now, if you, if you were to tell me that they're gonna bring back, like, was it, uh, Raw Warzone? WWE Warzone? Where, like, the last hour is just, balls to the wall hit the ground running then yeah i would be excited but that's not what raw underground was it was
2: just a vehicle (laughs) all right
0: bianca Belair could be just as big if not bigger than becky lynch and charlotte but unfortunately she's black
1: wow okay gosh
0: I know this one's touchy, but I mean, yeah, I think th- that's this about one, as spicy yeah, of a hot take this, as it gets.
1: This, yeah. Like thinking about it, like I actually had to, I, and it sucks. It really does suck, especially since, you know, given the history and given what we're given now, when it comes to African-American or even those of like African descent being world champions. I still believe that being black is a detriment when it comes to championship material. They could be a great like mid carter be a great mid-card champion, like United States or IC, But when it comes to being the face of a publicly traded company, it's a whole bunch of white people in suits. And the only reason why a a man or woman of color would be at that top spot in the company is honestly because either they are strong or they are funny. And that's it. It doesn't come down to skill with, with I guess, what the higher-ups think of having a black person being a champion unfortunately this is but this is honestly just my opinion i don't speak for anyone else i don't speak for ace i don't speak for jake i feel like i do need to say that just because this is like this is touchy this is definitely a spicy spicy hot take but the wwe has a Board of directors—they are publicly traded. There's a whole bunch of old men in white suits that kind of dictate how they're going to invest their funds. And you have the USA Network, you have Fox, you have Saudi money in play, and so with that, there, there's a lot of there's a lot okay. of influence. There's a lot unfortunately there's also a lot of racist undertones and can you name like one or two storylines that didn't that has a person of color that doesn't have any of those racist undertones even whenever kofi kingston became world champion there were racist undertones in in that they even like made it into a storyline that Vince McMahon did not believe that the type of person that Kofi is is not going to be could not be a champion and i know it's just a storyline but to have it to have that run for some time be about that i don't i don't know I, it's it's kind of the whole thing with like National, like nationalism, like in AEW, where Cody cut that America, like that patriotic promo against Anthony Gogo that completely, completely missed. I, I don't, that may have worked back in the day, because, you know, with Russia being communist and whatnot, you always saw them as the brutes, you always saw them as like the evil power. But for some reason we we've come to this point where we should all be equal in our own way, shape, and form, but we're not because we're crafting storylines based on nationalism, based off of racial inequality. And there is a good way and there is a bad way to go about those types of storylines. But oh, I'm I'm just going off on a tangent. Bianca Belair, I would honestly be a little surprised if she wins the WWE women's title three times. I can see her storyline, like, I can see this storyline culminating to her getting the title back. But eventually she'll lose it, and she'll probably just end up being on a random tag team that gets, like, tag team championships. I. Uh, being black is a detriment in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I could, I wish I had more of a sample, because when it comes, uh, when it comes to that, AEW hasn't, he, AEW's what been here for, yeah. So I can't really speak on behalf of AEW. If they committed the same thing, I would call them out on it too, but like, but then again, they had uh what Nyla Rose as a women's champion, and not only is she is she a person of color, but she's also a trans woman. So I I think I need more of a sample size of AEW to see well then again now i think about it the only time i've ever been upset with how they portray things in storylines was with with Cody the Cody and
2: Anthony Agogo yeah but no it was just strictly talking about WWE Yeah, I mean,
1: great. They had Bobby Lashley. He was strong. They have Big E. Oh, he's funny. And he's strong. Sasha Banks, she's really great at her job. And there's a reason why she has that many champions. Because when it comes, there's not that many black women wrestlers in the WWE. And if there are, they're usually like lower to mid card. Sasha Banks was there at the right time because she capitalized on being uh, one of the four horsewomen of NXT. And there was no one else that could take that spot because Becky was still trying to find her way. Bailey wasn't even in the main roster when Charlotte and Sasha were just going at it. So Sasha's like the anomaly in in that because she is a very talented wrestler I don't think she's funny I don't think she's like super super strong but she is just amazing in general
0: hmm.
1: but yeah Bianca Belair being black is a detriment
0: alright I think we have fully dressed that one down yeah so now not necessarily a a palate cleanser.
1: Oh, give me but... a palate cleanser because that was really serious. <laughs> well,
0: not so much a palate cleanser, and this one's a little bit more relevant. This one says the AEW women's division doesn't need two titles. Referencing that they have the, the TBS. AEW women's
2: title and the TBS. I... I'm kind of torn on that.
0: I can tell you right off the bat. I kinda have to agree.
1: Because I could I could understand why they're really trying to push the women's division as a, a viable division because that's probably the biggest knock on AEW is that their women's division kinda sucks. You have three, four wrestlers that got, could like, that could
0: possibly sh- carry like the you got like what Sheeta, uh, Sheeta Nyla, Nyla Baker
1: and Thunder. and Thunder, those are the four.
0: Everyone else is like right on the cusp, but not not enough.
1: I mean, you could kind of throw Serena Deeb in there.
0: As... Well, that's the thing. You could throw a Deeb in. You could throw a Statlander in. You could throw uh the Bunny in. Like, there's oh, we're there's not throwing the, the Bunny.
1: The Bunny is nowhere near.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, there's,
1: there's There's very few. There's very few.
0: I mean, say what you will about how A or WWE kind of treats its women's division sometimes. It's a especially. lot better.
1: It, it's a lot better than AEW's. I'll have to give it that.
0: And like someone even added uh, this one, and I've never really thought about this, but I mean, I see what they're saying. Someone added as an addendum to that. They said that they feel that AEW in general has too many titles. And I think what they're referencing there, because AEW doesn't really have a lot, they've got two mains like they've got two main titles for each division and then the tag titles
1: and then they have the tnt well
0: that's what i'm saying like, that's well that's what i'm saying they they have the AEW world and then they have the tnt and, they and have then the, the other
1: AEW. the other titles are not even AEW titles they're from other right uh no, that's
0: true but yeah the, but because they're showcased all the time it seems like every other person on AEW has a championship
1: yeah then that, that's i i don't I don't think that's the case. I think what they're honestly trying to do is enhance the women's division with a mid-card belt, and that's exactly what it is. It's a mid-card belt. As much as we, as much as they yeah, say, oh, the TNT Championship is not a mid-card, a, mid-card. a mid-card belt. It's a mid-card belt. When you don't have, a, have mid-card.
0: a mid-card, yeah. When you don't, you, you've barely got a top card, much less a mid-card.
1: Yeah. I think it's something that they'll remedy in the future. And plus now I think I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping that rampage goes to two hours. Because one hour of rampage, even though I well I love I will the say format, this. like it's it goes by so quick.
0: The problem with going to two hour rampage is you'd have to move it up. Uh huh. You couldn't move it, you couldn't extend it further later yeah, like yeah you would have to, start, you have to start start at 8 and you would then, have to start at 8 and oh the controversy that would come out of that
1: yeah but i think they're kind of playing to the controversy so oh, uh, yeah. it's like I mean, no sweat off of their like, back but i'm just saying that
0: it's um, not going to affect AEW in the slightest but ooh boy are, will there be will there, yeah. will there be an internet storm when yeah. it happens
1: i mean the the war has never gone away Well, I mean, let's just be real. The war is always going to be around, but those that seek the war are the ones that are most violent
2: about it. I'm here for the good times. I'm just here for the good times. But the TBS,
1: the TBS championship, I'm I'm okay with it if they could really enhance that women's division. If not, then it's just
2: another belt.
0: All right, are you ready? Yeah. I'm about to fire you back up. Oh, no. New Japan World wrestling has put out the most boring shows during this pandemic. You mentioned juicy in the title uh, rain as New Japan wrestling. It's so dry right now. These next few weeks of shows are looking better. But man, they have let me down.
2: I agree. Oh,
0: you do? I wouldn't have expected that.
2: Yeah, I think I talked about this.
1: I don't know if I talked about this in in the chat or anything, but the G1 Climax, uh, Kota Ibushi is once again in the finals for, I believe, like the fourth straight year in a row. They're really wanting Ibushi to be the guy that carries New Japan. But they're kind of giving him the reins treatment.
2: That like it's, obvious, it's obvious, it's obvious that they're pushing them,
1: and I. It's like, it's like saying if uh, Roman Reigns was in the final two or the final three in every Royal Rumble for like three or four consecutive years, which I kind of think that 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 was a thing. Now I think about it, <laughs> but yeah, and some of their choices in champions, it they, they look good on paper, but they didn't really execute. Evil being the one that really kind of glares out, because I thought they were going to do something fantastic with Evil, but it kind of just, like, felt short. And having him feud with Naito so many times, it, it's like watching the same match over and over. And honestly there will come a time where watching Ibushi and Okada over and over is just, it's not as fun anymore. Unless, you know, they absolutely spice it up.
2: But I don't think they will. They they did something. I think their momentum
1: was about to get somewhere with uh, Will Ospreay. But once he got injured... That kind of threw a wrench into everything because they were pushing Will Ospreay like hard. And not only that, like you give him the story with Okada again, that it it is fire. You, You give him an entire stable with the United Empire, you give him Jeff Cobb, you give him the great Okan. It was, it was gonna be amazing. So I think with New Japan, One, they got the rug pulled from other of them. And two, the backup plan to everything, unfortunately, was plan A for the past several years. So they kind of booked themselves into a predictable role. And as much as I want to be like, oh yeah, New Japan, it's awesome, it's amazing, it's wonderful, it's
2: spectacular, this year has not been kind uh, to them booking wise. So yeah, I would have to agree. All right, two more, and then we'll have to deliver me the time. chicken. I'm trying to find like
0: some good. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. The fiend is a terrible character that hurts the long term prospects of everyone he works with.
2: Wow, false. False. There was a magic
1: with the fiend. That you didn't know exactly what that magic was until he started uh, working with more and more wrestlers, where it was kind of the effect that he brings people back to the past that sort of like mystic sort of like being and then of course having like the two people like firefly firefly bray wyatt and then the fiend it whenever you got paired with the fiend it was going to be magic except when booking rears its ugly head i'm talking about goldberg and i'm talking about seth rollins Anyone else that The Fiend has, like, really feuded against has been pretty top-notch, and it's one of the best parts of the show whenever The Fiend was, you know, still with the WWE. To say that it ruins uh, wrestlers, I highly doubt it. I, like, I completely doubt it. If anything, I want to say that it's helped other wrestlers kind of, like, create a relationship with Vince, and attempt to be more creative with what they're doing. And with The Fiend, like, being as successful as he was, you could say the same for Alistair Black before he got uh, Future Endeavored. They came up with a whole story about, like, this grand, this, this dark father sort of, like, story. But unfortunately, like what, what, after one or two weeks, it got canned because Alistair got canned and now he's Malachi Black. And that storyline is fantastic. But I mean, we're talking about the fiend. I highly disagree. The fiend helped more
2: than he hurt, he healed more than he hurt.
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Alright, let me find, I had one that I was like, mmm, and then, oh, alright, a little quick one, just because I knew this was, like, this would get you just because.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah,
1: come on, hit me with it.
0: The Talking of Mania was the worst wrestling show I've ever seen.
1: Oh, it could go fuck itself. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was amazing. It's not vic it- it is not Impact Victory Road bad. Come on. It it is not <laughs> any Saudi show that that they do in the WWE. It is not All Out 2020. It it's not that bad. Y'all need to y'all need to cool it. Y'all need cool to on cool it on Talking Shop. Y'all need to cool it cuz that ooh Talking Shop that was one of the best pay-per-views. That was one of the best. And it was great. I paid money to watch them. I still, I can still watch them on fight. It was great, wonderful, fantastic. Whenever I'm trying to get people to get into professional wrestling, there are a couple things that I show them. I show them Max Landis's like 30 minute video, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. I, oh yeah,
0: that's like a default one.
1: Yeah, that is, that is like my go to. I show them, uh, packing Orange Cassidy before JR finally realized what kind of character Orange Cassidy was. And I mean, then I, I I well I was going on a train and I lost the train. I lost the tr but either either way either way I would show like these would be like the examples I would choose. I would choose Pack and Orange Cassidy. I would choose Max Landis, wrestling isn't wrestling. And I would choose the Talk and Shop a Mania, like one and two. Two was okay, but one, right. oh my God, the one was magical.
0: All right. Now for the final one. Okay. Chris Jericho is the most overrated wrestler in AW. He's a well past his prime wrestler who is living off the fact that his name is Chris Jericho and he's able to get on Twitter and talk crap about WWE. Those are his only saving graces. All I see right now is an aging Ellis Cooper who thinks he can still wrestle.
1: They apparently didn't see the match that he had with uh, Nick Gage. He didn't have to bleed for us, but he did. That alone just blows that argument out of the water. Like, he has the money. He has the fame. Why? Why put yourself in that sort of a dangerous situation? Because those were real light bulbs, those are real glass, those like, Nick Gage is the real effing deal. And I, I strongly disagree with that statement. They? Yeah, like what?
2: They're they're on drugs. They're on drugs.
0: Well, I mean, this is Reddit, but
2: yeah, they're on drugs. Like, Like I could I under I understand because
0: coming from
2: but he
1: but Chris Jericho if if there's a name that you want in in a company that is the name he is the master of reinvention like you give him a wheel he's gonna reinvent it That's just Mm -hmm. the kind of character Chris Jericho is. And the fact that we've already got heel Jericho, and now we're having face Jericho, and we're still cheering for him, we're still popping for him, like, it's it's unheard of.
0: It also doesn't help that he has a very nice theme song.
1: Very nice is putting it, you know.
0: Well, it's hard to say say like, oh, he has a perfectly booked, it's hard to say like he has a perfectly booked theme song, I mean, it's his. So like, <laughs> his theme song a is like bit.
1: one of the best theme songs right now. And right, I just
0: mean like it's cheating a little bit to be like, oh man, they give him a great theme song. It's like he gave himself one.
1: Yeah, no, like whenever, whenever my friend Frank and I we would like watch like the AEW shows. He he would always sing along with uh, Judas. Like that, that's just his thing. So I had to like listen to it. And then I had to listen to it delayed <laughs> because of Frank. Right. And he was like, I think Fozzy was about to have like a concert in Ohio. And he was just like, Man, do I want to go to this? And I was I was just like, Do you do you know any of the bands that are playing other than Fozzie? He's like, No. I'm like, Do you listen to Fozzie? I listen to Judas. And two <laughs> other songs. And I'm like, dude, just hold on to your money. We we could we could find a way to watch like Fozzie, like sometime like in the future. Just save your money right now. Cause that's when he just got back from his Texas trip.
2: So mm-hmm. and he just saw the Struts. So yeah. Judas is a powerful, powerful song.
0: Yes, it is very very powerful
1: and i would still like just you know a, a part of a uh, part of good old houston pride we are the first uh city ever in the world to sing him in with no backing music with no
2: no anything we we did it houston yeah, texas true. we did it yeah there's
1: there's very few people that you could do that with but I think one of the cool things about AEW fans is that they they sing like Jungle Boy hits they're singing every word when right. CM Punk hits they're singing every word
2: like you oh Ruby Soho when she comes out every word
1: AEW fans love to do karaoke. Chris Jericho, he is he is a he is a he's one of the best. And the fact that he jumped ship to two other companies after he left WWE and still got like he got matches rated like five stars. He had got notoriety. He has been in some of the best segments I have seen in a long time. You thought that the Festival of Friendship was was great. Lay dinner debonair. That was that was out of the park. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stadium Stampede. Dude, I mean, Chris Jericho, man, it's Chris Jericho. How dare you? How dare you? Not you, oh, but you. I saved Yeah, guy. I know.
0: I, that's what I said. Like yeah. I saved it for the, I see the spicy latest. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, what'd you think? How'd you enjoy your, your episode of- uh...
1: I did. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think, I thought it was really fun. One day when it's just you and me or you and Jake, we're going to have to give you one.
0: Oh man, that'll be interesting because you have to find stuff that I know about.
1: Well who's to say that jake and i won't just get together and make up our own
0: hot takes just make up on your own hot takes to see what i say
1: your your episode is gonna be nothing but ribs about like sack saber jr
0: (laughs) yeah and i'll just tell it how it is yeah all right well thanks everyone for what listen that's about to say for watching listening we always love hearing back from you. Your opinions on the hot takes and different hot takes. If you have any hot takes, be sure to hit us up at, at @quickpopcast on Twitter. That's probably going to be easier because we can all manage that. We do have a Facebook. It doesn't get a lot of traction, so I wouldn't recommend that if you were expecting us to like answer you easily or quickly. Definitely hit us up on Quick Pop at Quick Would also maybe suggest hitting us up on our individual Twitters. I'm at easy States card. You got at impractical Jacob at Jacob Derek six. That's it. It's at Jacob Derek six. Yeah, if you want to hit up Ron, beware. Don't, don't. actually go to his page. Just add him.
1: Just don't 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 even attempt to look at my my Twitter. It's not for you. I'm just I'll, it's not for you.
0: Yeah. It's not for you. It's not for anybody. Yeah. Well, it's somebody out there it's for, but it's not for the general populace. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 no, yeah, no. Yeah, no.
0: So anyway, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast if you have. If you haven't, tell your friends after you do it yourself. Uh, Stay spicy, stay frosty, Wash wash your teeth. As Ron put it several weeks ago, brush your bears. Uh, brush your bears. What was it? Clean your toes. Ew. And,
2: gross. And
0: clip your Clip your eyelashes. Ugh. And uh, just generally have a nice evening and uh, avoid Crown Jewel because I have to watch it because of contractual obligations. But just avoid it. Just, just tell. That's the best way we're going to be able to show them.
1: I'm going to watch, watch it just because like
2: it's. I'm going to watch it work. too. So
0: to see the see the Brock Lesnar custody battle, but yeah anyway bye everybody
2: good night
1: good night bye 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 bye
0: bye make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias including twitter at quick pop Cast, facebook at the quick pop podcast and instagram as well at the quick pop podcast any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show and we'd love to talk to you as well We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too, so get in touch with us today.